Chapter Thirty Four of Explanation of Catholic Morals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Explanation of Catholic Morals by John H. Stapleton. Occultism. Spiritism as a theory, a science, a practice, a religion or i might add a profitable business venture is considered an evil thing by the church and by her is condemned as superstition that is as a false and unworthy homage to god belittling his majesty and opposed to the dispensation of christ according to which alone god can be worthily honoured this evil has many names it includes all dabbling in the supernatural against the sanction of the church authority and runs a whole gamut of isms from fake trance mediums to downright diabolical possession the craft found favor with the pagans and flourished many years before the christian era wondrous things were wrought by this so-called pythonic spirit evidently outside the natural order still more evidently not by the agency of god and of a certainty through the secret workings of the old boy himself it was called necromancy or the black art it had attractions for the jews and they yielded to some extent to the temptation of consulting the python for this reason moses condemned the evil as an abomination these are his words taken from deuteronomy neither let there be found among you one that consulteth soothsayers or observeth dreams and omens neither let there be any wizard nor charmer nor any one that consulteth pythonic spirits or fortune-tellers or that seeketh the truth from the dead for the lord abhorreth all these things and for these abominations he will destroy them the black art had its votaries during the middle ages and kept the church busy warning the faithful against its dangers and its evils even so great a name as that of albert the great has been associated with the dark doings of the wizard because no doubt of the marvellous fruits of his genius and deep learning which the ignorant believed impossible to mere human agency as witchcraft it nourished during the sixteenth and seventeenth centuries the excesses to which it gave rise caused severe laws to be enacted against it and stringent measures were taken to suppress it many were put to death sometimes after the most cruel tortures as is usually the case the innocent suffered with the guilty the history of the early new england settlers makes good reading on the subject some people claim that the spiritism of to-day is only a revival of old-time witchery and necromancy that it is as prevalent now as it was then perhaps more prevalent only as father lambert remarks the witch of to-day instead of going to the stake as formerly goes about as madame so-and-so and is duly advertised in our enlightened press as the great and renowned seeress or clairvoyant late from the court of Acurid of swat more recently from the sublime port where she was in consultation with the sultan of turkey and more recently still from the principal courts of europe as her stay in the city will be brief those who wish to know the past or future or wish to communicate with deceased friends are advised to call on her soon witchcraft is as prevalent as it ever was and the witches are as real they may not have cats on their shoulders or pointed caps or broomsticks for quick transit but they differ from the witches of the past only in being liberally paid 
instead of liberally punished the church does not deny the possibility of intercourse between the living and the souls of the dead she goes farther and admits the fact that such intercourse has taken place pointing as well she may to the scriptures themselves wherein such facts are recorded the lives of her saints are not without proof that this world may communicate with the unknown and this belief forms the groundwork furnishes the basic principles of spiritism nevertheless the church condemns all attempts at establishing such communication between the living and the dead or even claiming though falsely such intercourse if this is done in the name of religion she considers it an insult to god who thereby is trifled with and tempted to a miraculous manifestation of himself outside the ordinary channels of revelation as an instrument of mere human curiosity it is criminal since it seeks to subject him to the beck and call of a creature in case such practices succeed there is the grave danger of being misled and deceived by the evil spirit who is often permitted as the instrument of god to punish guilty men when resorted to as a means of relieving fools of their earnings it is sacrilegious and those who support such impious humbugs can be excused from the deadly sin only on the grounds of lunacy hypnotism and mesmerism differ from spiritism in this that their disciples account for the phenomena naturally and lay no claim to supernatural intervention they produce a sleep in the subject either as they claim by the emanation of a subtle fluid from the operator's body or by the influence of his mind over the mind of the subject they are agreed on this point that natural laws could explain the phenomenon if these laws were well understood with this sort of thing as belonging to the domain of science and outside her domain the church has nothing whatever to do this is a theory upon which it behooves men of science to work they alone are competent in the premises but without at all encroaching on their domain the church claims the right to pronounce upon the morality of such practices and to condemn the evils that flow therefrom so great are these evils and dangers when unscrupulous and ignorant persons take to experimenting that able and reliable physicians and statesmen have advocated the prohibition by law of all such indiscriminate practices crimes have been committed on hypnotized persons and crimes have been committed by them it is a dangerous power exercised by men of evil mind and a sure means to their evil ends it is likewise detrimental to physical and moral health finally he who subjects himself to such influence commits an immoral act by giving up his will his free agency into the hands of another he does this willingly for no one can be hypnotized against his will he does it without reason or just motive this is an evil and to it must be added the responsibility of any evil he may be made to commit whilst under the influence therefore is the church wise in condemning the indiscriminate practice of hypnotism or mesmerism and therefore will her children be wise if they leave it alone but it is a sin against man's individual liberty over which he is constituted sole guardian according to the use and abuse of which he will one day be judged end of section thirty four